0: Well, Hi there, I'm Sam Waldron, and I'm really happy to have you along for this hour of 45 RPM Music of the 40s and 50s. Our theme today is eight stories, each one focused on a standout performing artist, actually two of them are standout groups, As part of each story, we'll listen to two recordings. When we're done, you'll know more about Bing Crosby, Helen Forrest, the Kingston Trio, Judy Garland, Guy Lombardo, Cliff Richard, Louis Armstrong, and the Fleetwoods. I can't think of a better place to start than with Judy Garland, a superstar if ever there was one. She was born in Grand Rapids, Michigan. When she was still a child, she started performing in a theater, that her parents owned. When she was just three, she sang a chorus of Jingle Bells at the theater's Christmas show. Ten years later, when she was 13, Garland and her Girl Next Door charm won her a movie contract with MGM Studios. Soon she was the star of The Wizard of Oz, and her movie career just took off. In a 1953 movie called A Star is Born, Garland sang The Man That Got Away. Fifty years later, the American Film Institute ranked that performance as the 11th greatest song in movie history. ¶¶
1: the night is bitter the stars have lost their glitter the winds grow colder suddenly you're older and all because of the man that got a word. Run off and undone you that great beginning has seen a final inning don't know what happened it's all a crazy game Just no less.
0: Judy Garland and The Man That Got Away. One of the highlights of her later career was a 1961 concert at Carnegie Hall. The event was recorded and the two-disc album Judy at Carnegie Hall won four Grammy Awards. Now let's listen to a track from that album. It's a medley at the end of the concert that starts with a song called Chicago and ends with Garland saying goodnight to the audience.
1: I got the surprise, the surprise of my life. I had to stop and stare. I saw a man dancing with his own wife. And you will never guess where. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town, that toddling town. Chicago, Chicago, I'll show you around. I love it, bet your bottom dollar you lose the blues in Chicago, Chicago, the town that Billy Sunday could not shut down. On a stage street, that great street, I just want to stay, I just want to stay. They do things they don't do on Broadway. They have the time, the time of their life I saw a man who danced with his wife in Chicago 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 Free and easy town Brassy, breezy town Chicago Chicago, let me cool my heels right down at Marshall Fields, come and walk with me. kebab and breast of squab we will feast and get free don't tell me sin is rampant and rife
0: Judy Garland, truly a superstar of the 20th century. In 1997, 28 years after her death, Garland won a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. Well, next up is a group that got its name from a telephone exchange in their hometown of Olympia, Washington. They started out as two high school cheerleaders and a trumpet player, and he could also sing. The Fleetwoods, rocketed to fame in 1959 with a big hit record called Come Softly to Me. That landed them a gig on the Ed Sullivan Show, and before long they had a second number one single called I'm Mr. Blue.
2: Our guardian star Lost all his glow The day that I lost you He lost all his glitter The day you said no and his silver turned to blue. Like him, I am doubtful that your love is true. But if you decide to call on me, ask for Mr. Blue. out on the side, proving your love isn't true. Call me Mr. Blue, I'm Mr.
3: Blue.
2: When you say you're sorry, too blue. then turn around. At home. Upside down I'm painting it too
0: but I'm painting it blue Call me Mr Blue Rum Call me Mr I'm Sam Waldron and you're listening to forty five RPM music of the forties and fifties. We just heard the Fleetwoods with their second and last number one hit record. After that initial success in 1959, they never returned to the very top of the charts, but the Fleetwoods made a lot of pleasant records that scored well on the easy listening charts, like this one, a ballad called Tragedy. Bon Well, they sure had a sweet sound. After a few years of middling success, the three members of the Fleetwoods finally parted ways in 1965, and they drifted off into real life. Barbara Ellis got married, went on to manage a mobile home park in Southern California. Gretchen Christopher became a housewife and a part-time modern dance teacher. The lead singer, Gary Troxell, went to work in a plywood mill. Well, now let's move on to a very popular band leader and singer who was called Mr. New Year's Eve, Guy Lombardo. The music critics often looked down their noses at Lombardo. They described his music as corny and unsophisticated. But he always had the same response. If the audience was smiling and dancing, then he was happy. And smile and dance they did. First they numbered in the thousands then in the hundreds of thousands, and before long there were millions of them. For the better part of a century, on the radio and later on television, Guy Lombardo was a staple of New Year's Eve. In fact, he and his Royal Canadians were so popular that in one year, all three of the big TV networks, NBC, ABC, and CBS, broadcast his New Year's Eve show live at the same time. Here's one of Lombardo's big early hits, a tongue-in-cheek song called Boo-Hoo. ¶¶
4: silly quarrel the other day hope these pretty flowers chase her blues away, wrap up some red roses for a blue lady send them to the sweetest gal in town And if they do the trick, I'll hurry back to pick your best white orchid for her wedding gown.
0: performed by Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians with Billy Leach doing the vocals. Right until the end, Guy Lombardo loved his work. He once said, It's like meeting a lot of wonderful friends again and they ask you for your autograph. The wonderful part of my job is I only see people when they're happy, not like doctors and lawyers. I have a beautiful life. Well, the musicians we've highlighted so far, Judy Garland, the Fleetwoods, and Guy Lombardo, are all pretty familiar to American audiences. This next singer achieved most of his fame in Great Britain, and he was sometimes regarded as England's equivalent of Elvis Presley. His name was Cliff Richard, and over the years he sold more singles in Great Britain than any performer except the Beatles and Elvis Presley. The first time Cliff Richard was on TV, he sang what John Lennon once called the very first British rock recording. The song was called Move It, and Lennon said that until this came out, and it was a big hit, there was nothing worth listening to in British music.
5: Come on, pretty baby, let's move it. Say it's gonna die, but honey, please let's face it Well, well he just don't know what's going to replace it Yeah, the ballads, the calypsos, I've got nothing on Real country music that just drives along Please don't lose it uh-huh. The rhythm that gets into your heart and soul hey, Let me tell you, baby, it's called rock all music that just
3: along
0: Well, there's certainly a different sound from Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians, British rock star Cliff Richard, and Move It. Just like Elvis, Richard also was good with love ballads. Here's an example called Evergreen Tree.
6: Will our love be like an evergreen tree? Stay evergreen and young as the seasons go. Your kisses could make love grow like an evergreen tree. sun and the winter snow on every branch will blossom dreams for me and you a tree of love will stay evergreen the far heart stay ever true I love you so, don't you know that I'll be True till the leaves turn blue On the evergreen tree On every branch will blossom Dreams for me and you A tree of love will stay evergreen to fall Stay ever true Oh darling I love you so Don't you know that I'll be True Till the leaves turn blue On the evergreen tree On the evergreen tree On the evergreen tree
0: Britain's Cliff Richard with his backup group, The Shadows and Evergreen Tree. Richard is the only singer in Great Britain to score at least one number one single in five consecutive decades. He had 14 number one hits in Britain, but he didn't score at all in the United States in the 50s or 60s. Still ahead, stories about and music supplied by the Kingston Trio, Helen Forrest, Bing Crosby, and Satchmo himself, Louis Armstrong. I'm Sam Waldron. and this hour, we're profiling a handful of notable performers from the 40s and 50s, listening to recordings from each one. I've argued before, and I believe still, that the very first megastar of the 20th century was Bing Crosby. Crosby started making records in 1927, and he kept on entertaining until his death 50 years later. He was witty... Casual, sophisticated, and spontaneous, a guy who could make every performance seem natural and easy. In high school, Bing Crosby worked as a janitor, delivered newspapers. Then he enrolled in law school, but in his third year, he dropped out in order to pursue music. That was probably a good career move. Over the next half century, Bing Crosby recorded 140 top 10 hit records, and 43 of them reached number one on the charts. In 1943, he had a hit with this one called "I Found a Million Dollar Baby."
7: It was a lucky April shower. It was the most convenient door. I found a million dollar baby. In a five and ten cent store The rain continued for an hour I hung around for three or four Around a million dollar baby In a five and ten cent store She was selling china And when she made those eyes China until the crowd got wise. Incidentally, if you should run into a shower, just step inside my cottage door and meet the million dollar baby from the five and ten cent store. Love comes along like a popular song Anytime or anywhere at all Rain or sunshine Spring or fall Say you never know when it may say hello In a very unexpected place For example Take my case my cottage door and meet my million-dollar baby from the five and ten store.
0: from 1940 along with all the scratches of an old 78 rpm record bing crosby crosby started 58 movies hosted a popular network radio show for 20 years and practically invented the industry of Christmas music. On the radio during the Depression and through World War II, his voice was just as familiar as that of Franklin Roosevelt. In his earliest years, Crosby was a great fan of Al Jolson, and in the late 1940s, he and Jolson got together and recorded an Irving Berlin song called Alexander's Ragtime Band. Here it is.
8: Well, uh, you're a guest here today. Don't you think you ought to start this tune? No, I don't think so, Bing. I may be a guest and all that, but I I think you ought to start it. Well, it was written a little before my time. I'm afraid it might date me. Date you? Yeah. Don't tell me the first time you heard this song is when your mama had you on a lap, you know, listen to me sing Oh, singing. no, no. I came to the show on a go-devil that A day. go-devil? <laughs> yes. Well, Bing, look, let's stop this kidding. I think I, you ought to start it. No, you it. ought to start it. No, you start it. You please. think so? Yeah, I think so. Well, if you insist. Mm-hmm. Come on in here, come on in here Oh, you dog Alexander's Ragtime Band Come on in here, come on in here Bout the best band in the land They can play a bugle call like you never heard before So natural that you wanna go to war That's just the bestest band what else Oh, honey, lamb Come on along, come on along let me take you by the hand. Up to the man, up to the man. Who's the leader of the band? And if you can't hear the Swanee River
7: played in ragtime,
8: come on in here, come on in here, come on in here, come on in here, Alexander's
7: ragtime band.
8: That's the mighty Xander himself playing ain't oh, it. Oh yeah, that's him. Ain't nobody else. Oh, he's a riverboat man. Riverboat? What do you know about riverboats? Oh, I made many a happy buck on them riverboats. Playing in the band? No, no. Making four of the hard way. Two juices, that's huh? it. That's it. Come on in here. Come on in here. Come on in here. Come on in here. Alexander Ragtime band. band. Come on in here. Well here I come. Come on in here. I'm standing right here. Here's the best band, band in the band. land. They can play a bugle call like you never heard before. That's just the bestest band what end. Honeyland, oh, honey, land. Come, on Come on along. Come on along. Come on along. Come on along. Let me take you by the hand. Here's my lily wife. Up to the man. The mighty man. I'm talking about the man.
7: Mm, the leader of the band. And, and if you can't care to hear that swine river play.
8: Ragtime. Ragtime, come on in here, come on in here, come on in here, come on in here, Alexander's Ragtime
0: Band, Alexander's Ragtime Band. Al Jolson and Bing Crosby with Alexander's Ragtime Band. Well, here's something else I find pretty interesting about Bing Crosby, Billboard Magazine, Rates performers on a point system that's based on a formula, including jukebox plays, disc jockey plays, and record sales. In that formula, the Beatles got 5,200 points. Elvis Presley got 9,000 points. Frank Sinatra got about 13,000 points. And are you ready for this? Bing Crosby's score was 35,000 points. Crosby was a pop megastar, And our next story is about a jazz megastar, Louis Armstrong. Armstrong grew up in a two-room shack in New Orleans. His mother took in a revolving door of boyfriends, and young Louis dropped out of school in the fifth grade. He sang on street corners and anywhere else he could attract an audience, and he became a fixture in New Orleans music. By 1937, he got a chance to fill in for Rudy Valley on the CBS radio network, and he became the first black person to ever host a sponsored national broadcast. Armstrong's popularity spread around the globe. and I wish I had time to share a lot more of his music. Here's something he recorded late in his career, an album of songs from classic Walt Disney Pictures. From the 1950 movie Cinderella, here's Louis Armstrong and Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo. <laughs>
9: Salakadula, like la cadu la, mancha bibidi babidi boo. Put them together, and what have you got? Bibidi babidi so like boo. Salakadula, la cadu la means bibidi babidi boo. It'll do magic, believe it or not. A bibidi babidi boo. Yes, sha so la like la means mancha but the thing on the bottom that just a job is bibbiddy-bobbiddy-boo. It's yeah. all I can do, Let me check a boolab, bibbiddy-bobbiddy-boo. Put them together and what have you got? A bibbiddy-bobbiddy-boo. boo 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 Now you put them together, Kate. What have you got? Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Yes. Oh, bibbidi bobbidi boo
0: Louis Armstrong from his album Disney Songs, The Satchmo Way. Armstrong's biggest hit record was the title song of the movie Hello, Dolly. He was 63 years old, and that recording bumped the Beatles off the top spot on the Billboard Hot 100. Louis Armstrong was a showman who loved connecting with his audiences. He expressed his attitude toward life pretty nicely in this song. Louis Armstrong and What a Wonderful World, one of 19 top 10 hits he had. And now we come to Helen Forrest, one of the most popular and recognizable female vocalists in the 1940s. By the time she was 15 years old, Helen Forrest was on the payroll of CBS Radio and a radio station in New York City. Bandleader Artie Shaw was so impressed with her that he quickly signed her to sing alongside Billie Holiday and after just a few months, Forrest was thrust into the spotlight as Artie Shaw's only singer after Billy Holiday left. Forrest worked with Benny Goodman for two years, then started singing with Harry James. The two of them became lovers, but he ditched her for actress Betty Grable. There's more to that story, of course, but let's listen to Helen Forrest sing a couple of songs that show off her talent. First, the energetic Between the Devil and the Deep Blue Sea, followed by the slow, sultry, speak low. I
10: don't want you, but I'd hate to lose you. deep blue sea. I forgive you cause I can't forget you. Well you got me in between the devil and the deep blue sea. I ought to cross you off my list when you come knocking at my door. Faith seems to give my heart And I come running back for more. I should hate you, but I guess I love you. You've got me in between the devil and the deep blue sea.
0: Helen Forrest and Speak Low, a song that came out in 1943. Our last story today concerns a couple of laid-back junior high school friends from Hawaii. They moved to the San Francisco Bay Area in the mid-50s, hooked up with a third singer, and suddenly had a career that took off like a shot. I'm talking about the Kingston Trio. Most of their songs told stories, and almost everything they recorded was successful— Here's one of their most famous songs, and it was based on a true story, Tom Dooley. Throughout history,
11: there have been many songs written about the eternal triangle. This next one tells the story of a Mr. Grayson, a beautiful woman, and a condemned man named Tom Dooley. The sun rises tomorrow Tom Dooley must hang hang down your head Tom Dooley hang down your head and cry hang down your head Tom Dooley poor boy you're bound to die I met her on the mountain There I took her life. Met her on the mountain Stabbed her with my knife Hang down your head, Tom Dooley Hang down your head and cry Hang down your head, Tom Dooley Poor boy, you're bound to die This time tomorrow I can where I'll be Hadn't have been for Grayson I'd have been in Tennessee oh, well. This time tomorrow Reckon where I'll be Down in some lonesome valley Hanging from a white oak tree Hang down your hip tongue Do Down your head, tongue. Do hang down your head and cry.
5: Hang down your head, tongue. Do lay, poor boy, you're bound to die. Poor boy, you're bound to die. Poor boy, you're bound to die. Poor boy, you're
0: bound to die. The Kingston Trio and Tom Dooley. Now let's listen to a folk song they recorded in the early 60s. I doubt anybody from that era could forget, Where Have All the Flowers Gone?
11: Where have When will they ever learn? When will they ever learn? Where have all the soldiers gone? Long time passing Where have all the soldiers gone? A long, long time ago Where have all the soldiers gone?
2: graveyards everyone
11: when will they ever learn when will they ever learn where have all the graveyards gone long time passing where have all the graveyards gone long time ago where have When will they ever learn? When will they ever learn?
0: The Kingston Trio and Where Have All the Flowers Gone? Well, we've covered a lot of territory in this show. I hope I've reminded you of some entertainers you knew and maybe introduced you to one or two that you didn't. I'm Sam Waldron, and from all of us at 45 RPM Music of the 40s and 50s, here's wishing you a good day, a good week, and so long for now.